Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycast. That's ticking over nicely, Claire. I thought we had a different part of the uh, intro. Oh, and here this week. it goes. It's, it goes for eight minutes, 22. Does it? Yeah. Do you reckon you could go for eight minutes, 22? It depends what I'm doing, Claire. <laughs> Whether I can last for eight minutes. The dishes. Yeah. Oh, I can. I've got quite the stamina over the sink. Oh. Dishwashers. Not, think, a, not a fan? No, well, I think it takes more to stack and unstack a dishwasher than to just get your hands in the sink and get rubbing. No, but isn't it the water? Aren't we saving water by using the dishwasher? Probably, because the way I wash, it goes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's like kids' bath time when Yeah, I'm doing I can the imagine. I have a visual of you and there's a lot of... You know, fairy liquid. Yeah. And stuff going down the bookcase, down the <laughs> side. So um, my partner's not really a fan of me doing the dishes. But I don't know. I like to feel the industry. You know, I'm really getting stuck in. I feel like I spent a lot of my life unloading that bloody thing. Do you see? Mm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe I'll go to, I'll move to actual manual labour. Okay, give it a One try. Day. I'll um, give it a whirl. It's International Women's Day, Claire. It is. What will you be doing? Just being a woman? I'm going to be an international woman all day. <laughs> and we're going to just talk about international women today. I've just decided. Oh, okay. I wasn't going to share sure. that with you, but I have now. <coughs> Fair um, the Queen's an international woman, Queen she Elizabeth is. II. I think she's the international woman, isn't she? Well, she's one of the oldest international women. Mm. What is she now? 105. Okay, let's go with that. What's she up to? Well, she's um, she's been at the museum, Gillian. Which museum? Um, I'm Her glad house, you asked probably. me that. Probably Buckingham Palace, <laughs> yeah. In, in the parlour. Um, no, she visited the Science Museum. Right. Okay, good for her. Um, and uh, apparently she was interested to discover a letter from the Royal Archives written in 1843 by her great-great-grandfather. Right. Albert. Prince Albert. Charles Babbage. Oh, it's written to hit to Prince Albert uh, by yeah. Charles Babbage, who's credited as the world's first computer pioneer. Really? He designed the difference engine. We're not talking about him though, because he's not a guy. Albert Charles. Charles oh, anyway, Babbage. Keep back up. to the Queen. What's yeah. happened is she has taken a photo. She's whipped out the iPhone. Yeah, good for her. She's taken a photo of the letter mm-hmm. and she's popped it on Instagram. No way. She's on Insta now. And has she she's got a, a few followers? She's an Insta influencer. She's got 4.7 million followers. <laughs> of course she has. That's just her subject. No, she's got a lot more, hasn't she? Oh, she could get onto more. them and make it by royal demand. Say, you've got Let's to follow break me on the Instagram. Internet. Yeah. That's what she could do. She could. I command you. Oh, that to came break and went. The- <laughs> <laughs> the why don't you return my calls? Why you trip out where I be? You don't ever come to see me. You say that you're too busy. Randy there. Singing, what about us? Yeah, what about us? I don't know. I don't even know who us is. It could be anyone. Could be anyone. International women of um, note, Joanna Lumley is in town. She's here. She is here. I do my best Joanna Lumley voice. Uh, Sometimes I just go, it's too breathy. Like, sometimes you want to go, come on, Joanna, hurry up. There is, it's because she's she's excited about life. Marvellous, isn't Isn't it? it? She's just thinking, and she's she's thinking as she's speaking, and so she's, yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's wonderful. Well, she's in town, Claire, in time, because she is narrating uh, a version of Sir David Attenborough's Blue Planet. <laughs> oh, I'm quite good at it, aren't I? Ah, doing that, you should do that the whole time. So Joanna's got a new role. What is it? everybody else has messed this up oh, massively. Right. So Joanna's stepped up to the to the breach and she's yeah. saving the environment. Oh, mate. good. Yeah. Somebody needs to, so she's oh, going to do that. Someone needs to sort that oh, out. Good on you, sort Joanna. that shit out. Lovely. <laughs> so she's here. She's doing something. Yes, what Blue you just Planet. Said. Yeah, yes, got yes, it. yes, I'm going. So she's kind of appalled at um, Australians. She just appalled. in general. Uh, what? Not like she's not singling anyone out. Oh, okay. I which see. Which is see, good see. because you know we've got the Great Barrier Reef, oh, which is a natural barrier grief at the moment. I know, and she's appalled at the way it's been treated. Oh, I'm glad she's appalled. Disrespectful we've been as a collective of country, our, a country of our national, mm. nay, global treasure. I can't believe it. Oh, I know. So she's going to be a spokesperson. Yeah. Well, she does some of those, a um, bit like Stephen Fry, she does some of those calm things that you can sleep to. You really? Know, she tell a story about elephants going over Nepal, going through <laughs> Nepal, and uh, oh, I'm loving this, I'm going to speak like this all morning. Yeah, would you be I, a fan or have you done nah, it? You're done, you're done with it I'm now, done aren't you? I'm done with it now. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know if that would... Um, make you go to sleep. Make me go to sleep. Well, um... One of my boys, who's nearly 13, rather likes Joanna Lumley talking about going through Nepal on an elephant. No, not on an elephant, because that's no, not No, that would that's be against sound, yes. all her principles. Even though she only weighs about as much as a twig. <laughs> uh, and I'm wondering whether it's that he wants to go to sleep or he's a little bit... Oh, he's know, a bit enamoured. Motivated by the threathy sounds of Joanna Lumley. What are we talking about? Uh, We're talking about international we women, are. of course. And so there's been a little hiccup. <laughs> Where? In uh, in Victoria. Okay. Um, Do tell. So Leadership Victoria, um, a state government funded charity that runs prestigious leadership courses. Right. right. I'm with so you. for kind everyone. Of. No, but everyone. for potential so prestigious leaders. Potential prestigious leaders. Wow. I can't believe I just I said I can't that. either. I, I just, saw me this, whip round. Oh, I know. You nearly got... Whiplash there. <laughs> um, oh, the R's and L's were in the right place. Amazing. Wow. Never happened again. Yeah, don't try uh, again. <laughs> that was a fluke. <laughs> so um, it's under fire, Gillian. Oh. I love it when someone's under fire mm. or someone has been snubbed. Oh, Those are my favourite like things. Snubbed. Snubbed. Um, it's under fire because it's been held, the gala dinners, so they have a gala dinner. Uh, of course, if you're going to have a prestigious leadership. Ah, one must have a gala dinner. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately... This year, it was held at a men's only, members only club, men only members club. Um, who booked that? What? Come on, please. Simple things. These are these are very simple things. How unaware are people? Anyway, da- da- what's his name? Daniel Andrews. He slammed. Oh, his- good on you, Great. Dan. I love it when Dan, people oh, slam decisions as well. Yeah. <laughs> He slammed that decision. Yes. He's like, come on, this is a shocking error. 
Yeah. Equality in Victoria is non-negotiable. Wow. And archaic men's only clubs have nothing to do with leadership. No. Merci, Mr. Andrews. They have a lot of sitting around in, in club chairs smoking cigarettes. I don't know they? what the hell they do. You know what, though? They, um, there's apparently you could, you could go and you can't go unless you're invited by a member. Ah. Women. Women can't go unless they're invited by a member. Yeah. Well, it's just bloody And ridiculous. when they're invited by a member, yeah. there are certain places that are off limits. Men's Probably toilets. that club, the men's <laughs> <laughs> Probably that room with all the club chairs. Yeah, and the six cigars. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to go anyway. No, no, it's so. Now, Johnny Farnham. Yep, he's the voice. You got to understand it. Well, he hasn't been because Ooh. he's called off some gigs because he wasn't well last year, and that says that in one publication, right? And in another one, I'm reading, he's already back in action. Oh, how quickly is that? John Farnham's oh, manager, it's like seconds, has well, Glenn Wheatley's Hang on, is his he still his manager? Glenn Wheatley, well, he's his great friend. He no, used to be his manager, but he went through that tax stuff. I don't know whether they're actually involved in a business sense. Okay. Anyway, his manager, who remains unnamed, has reassured fans the singer's health is fine after he cancelled a string of shows. So hang on. After? Yeah, so he, he well, cancelled, cancelled them and then he was fine. No, he's cancelled the shows. Right. And the manager's gone, no, it's all right, don't panic. You will see him just he's, not... he's fine. He's just decided to cancel shows. Yeah. Maybe he remembered that he retired many years ago. And <laughs> do you remember? He did that very big... The last... One last time. One yeah, of... that was like about 20 years ago. Oh, he's been... He's and, been coming back for one last time ever since. That's right. I think it's a bit sneaky, isn't it? Cause people buy your tickets thinking, this is the last time I'll ever see him. What happens then? So you buy your tick. <sighs> yeah. He goes down. Hmm. You get your money back. Do you? I think you hold hold on to it until he comes back. Because remember the Rolling Stones were going to do that gig and Mick Jagger's girlfriend died. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that horrible thing. And so I'm not sure whether they got their money back or they just sort of were first in best dressed when they came back. But, but okay, let's put this out there. Okay. If you were, if you'd bought a ticket... Yep. To see the stones. Mm-hmm. And then that tragedy happened. Yeah. You'd say, would you want your money back? Yeah, yeah I would actually probably. Because oh. I'm thinking, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Mick. But I you're know. already... I, I kind of would go, okay. No, they're not stretched for cash though, are they? True. So True. you're kind of going, look, for goodness sake, all right, I'm terribly sorry, but do you mind if I just, just have my send my money back because yeah. because I'm now not going to get to see you and, and if you were poor I'd probably say no, you just keep it done yeah. you just keep yeah. it but you're Mick Jagger I read somewhere that Keith is uh, going bankrupt let me just Keith. Uh, yeah like the last thing you'd think was going to happen to him yeah particularly he's off he's off all of the substances these days here we go oh Let's you found play it play a song and let me just because right, uh, I read somewhere that he broke down in court when his financial situation <gasps> was read out oh that's fascinating mm. tell me is Keith Richards on his uppers is he bankrupt no nah, mate I think <laughs> I just um, I just dreamt that <laughs> I'm sure I read a story that said he broke down in court. Because he had no money. 
I don't that, know. Well, we can't find it, can you? Having a good old look. The only thing you can find on when you put Keith's name into Google is drugs, smoking, yeah, and alcohol. I think he gave up the alcohol. He did. He said that heroin was easier to give up than cigarettes. So he's not giving up the cigarettes. Nah. Well, he's totally smoked, isn't he? He'd probably go on forever. <laughs> you know, looks like an old pig's ear, doesn't he? He does. You're so right. <laughs> he was very beautiful. Do you think? As a, as, as a youngster. Mm. Look at his pictures. Uh, I, I mean, obviously I, he's got bad teeth because he's English. Yeah, but I can't... I find it difficult to take from you that he was very beautiful when you think about your... <laughs> My male the crushes. Love, the loves of your life in the male way. Mark Knopfler. Yeah. Uh, Gary Newman. Yeah. Pre-plugs, I think. Yeah, pre-plugs. Yeah. Boris Becker. Boris Becker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just have a, um, a, I don't know, a diverse taste in You certainly do. I think that's because you just don't know what the hell's going on there. So you go, oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Try that one. Try that one. No, it's just the ones that give me a little tingle down mm. there, if you must know. <laughs> It's the G spot right here, and we've been focusing on international women. But let's um, let's talk about a domestic man, shall we? I must have missed that. Yes, please. Yes, Malcolm Turnbull, oh. our former prime minister. I don't even know if he was the last one because it changes so often here, isn't it? He was the, he was the one before Scomo. Yes. Wasn't he? Who I didn't think was Prime Minister anymore until Andrew kindly <laughs> read out you. the headlines last week. Yeah, you just can't, you just sort of assume there's going to be another one this week, don't you? Anyway, this is what he's saying. If you've mm. just woken up, then you won't realise the idiocy of the man. <laughs> Malcolm Turnbull has claimed he was dumped as Prime Minister because his party feared, listen to this, mm-hmm. because his party feared he would win. The next election. Take that in. Okay. The former PM made the bizarre claim in an interview with the BBC during which he labelled last year's political coup as a peculiarly Australian form of madness. Mr Turnbull said he was ousted in August not because his Liberal colleagues thought he would lose the next election, oh no, but rather that I would win. Mr. Turnbull said his party had been in a competitive, winnable posi- in a competitive, winnable position before he was removed as leader. Now, don't I remember that he had the lowest rating of anybody in the whole time? I think as a preferred yeah, leader. No, Abbott always had that. Yeah. Okay. His his real claim. Fair to fame. enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so I don't understand. Nor did the English, I, I heard about oh, this, nor did the English not, repeat, no. reporter who sort of said, uh, wouldn't What are you talking about, Willis? Yeah, well, anyway, nobody um, believes him. Anyway, he says, <laughs> normally you replace an unpopular person whose fate is sealed mm. with somebody who is, who is much more popular and gives you a chance of winning. That wasn't what happened, Mr Turnbull said. It, stu- it still could win the election, the Liberal government, yeah. he's saying. After saying all of that, which is terribly damning, he's saying, well, it could still win. But its position is much less favourable favorable than it was in August. Well, you know what? They could win if they'd voted Julian. Ah, you see, it, we came back to an international woman in the end. We get there eventually. Yes. It takes us time. Julie get... Bishop, you got the wrong one. You should have had me Julie. Yeah, absolutely. Me Julie would have won it.
Miley Cyrus and Mark Ronson. Nothing, nothing breaks like a heart. And you may have had your heart broken by your little crush, because that's what we're talking about. Strange crushes. Um, Boris Becker, Mark Knopfler and Gary Newman being mine. Indeed. A little bit off... Off the beaten track, shall we say. Especially considering that I'm a lesbian. Uh, So what are your strange crushes? Mine? Well, yours. Just people in general. People in general, Um, our listeners, our family. Okay, Susan Hoffs. Susanna Hoffs from the Bangles. Yes, she was was quite strange, gorgeous, but not not your... She wasn't the main singer, was she? She was, but there was the other one that had darker hair. that's who I'm thinking. Yes, sort of more obviously stunning. Susanna Hoffs was more your intelligent bit of crumpet, I think. She did most of the songwriting. Yes. Katie Holmes, until the Tom Cruise incident. Ah, okay, yep. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she lost the plot there for a little while. Nathan Fillion. I have no knowledge. Right, so I've Googled it for you, dear. Yes. And And this guy here... Ah, yes. You would have seen him about... Not about, not around town, but you know. I, I recognise him from programmes such as, I can't remember what. Cast, the ca- Castle? Not the Castle, Castle. Castle, yes. And Damien Lewis, who I think is sort of in the Boris Becker department. He's sort of ginger man, mm. um, tall, quite strapping. Um, he was in Homeland. He's the main guy in Homeland. Oh, yeah. So my sister. <laughs> yes. Um, she, because, uh, you know, Homeland was a big hit. It was everywhere, huge. Until my sister texted me and said, I can't bear watching that Damien Lewis. His mouth is too small. Oh, and and then after that. It is. Oh, so that ruined it for you. He didn't open it enough. He didn't open it wide enough. And it was too small for him. Open your mouth, Damien. Open your bloody mouth and just let's, you know. Jason Bateman, says D. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Is he like, was he in, um, oh gosh, uh, Herb, your enthusiasm. No. What's the other one? I don't know, darling. This is, is this good radio? Yeah, I think it is. I think it's great. I think it is. Why don't you Google him? It it was a comedy. Yes. Damn, what was it? He's a funny man. No, but then he's in this really darkened storm. And then he's in a really darkened storm. (laughs) Do we even know who he is? I might just Google him. He's very famous. He's hugely famous. I'm surprised that Dee hasn't run in here and say, my Oh, did you know what? Because there's about a 10-second t- delay between what we're hearing in here and what she'll be hearing out there. So she may, might not have got to her yet that we don't quite... There he is. So he's in... Um, Arrested Development. Thank you. Arrested Development. Such great timing. He's in Arrested Development, which is hilarious. Yes. Oh, have you seen Game Night? He's in Game Night. No. That is so ridiculous, but just watch it anyway. Oh, okay, good. I'm liking this. I'm getting some good advice. And and he's in recently, he's been in Ozark with um, the amazing Laura Linney. That's right. Which is very, very, very stressful to watch. Oh, no, not one of those. It's one of those where you just go, you can't possibly get yourself into any more strife. And then then they do. However. It's International Women's Day. Get with the programme. It looks like we're only playing music. 
made, well, sung by women, women's voices. We've only got women's voices today on the radio, even the news. Yes, notice. Andrew's been banished, yeah. Mr. Rattle. Mm. Oh, off he's popped. He's actually hosting an International Women's Day lunch. So I know. Don't feel sorry for him. No, he's doing his bit. He's doing his bit and he's got it all judged up down there at a certain joint down the end of yes. town. You know, he's got a whole table. Of International women. International women. And another international woman that we both went to see this week mm-hmm. singing was Christine and the Queens. Yes. Extraordinary. So her name is not Christine or oh. a Queen. It's Eloise something. But Christine and the Queens is her stage name. Um, now performing under the just the Chris. So try and keep up I with that. I think Chris is the album. The Chris second album. Chris is the album. That's right. Uh, and sort of gender bending, um, interpretive dance, bit of French, bit of English, makes it sound quite alternative. And it is. <laughs> she is incredibly alternative. Little pocket rocket. She's sort of PF size, but moves a lot more than Edith PF. There was right? at some points I was watching it and I felt, I thought we were watching like West Side Story or something. Mm-hmm. You know, when the, it was all kind of a bit gang led. and Yes, the, her dancers yeah. that were all sort of urban and very multicultural yes. and very interpretive. They were. But fantastic. But, you know, however mishmash it sounds, it was incredible. It, it was like was. a religious experience. And she is playing at WOMAD this weekend as well. So lucky, lucky people yes. if you're going there. Extraordinary. Oh, but I think she's also doing something on the green. Something on the green. So, you know. A day Google, on the green Google and afternoon. Google that. Something yeah. on the green. And you might get lucky enough to, to have some... The, mm. No. No, it's not coming, is it? No, no one's going to get lucky. You might get your hands on some tickets. Yeah. Doubt it, though. It's it's well worth it. She was incredible. And when I say religious experience, it was because I think that, that she has such an identity, such a unique identity of having discovered herself, saying she spent years trying to fit in and then just gave up. Yeah. And has since dedicated herself to really allowing herself to be herself and express herself. It's so unique. And there's so much joy in that, so much triumph in that which is inspiring for you know the whole crowd that the kind of screaming was more about her as an identity and what she represents as much as her music yeah so and and also what i thought was quite interesting was when she said she kind of tried she when she gave up trying to fit in she had a lot more time on her hands (laughs) that's right more time to reflect and go to movies because it took so much effort out of her trying to fit in and she really is that sort of shining walking example of you know just be yourself. Yeah, absolutely. You do not have to fit in. International Women's Day is a global day celebrating the social, economic, cultural and political achievements of women. It's a time to celebrate, uplift and empower. So from us here at Joy to the world, happy Happy International International Women's Day. Yes, indeed. Happy International Women's Day. And the other international woman that is my co-host has just gone walkabout i don't know she's she's being international <laughs> and she's roaming and roving hi claire we haven't quite finished yet oh sorry i was just talking to jess oh fair jess enough jess is coming in to do you know what? the most melbourne's most uplifting music after nine o'clock yeah okay well i should look forward to that we are just signing off though now oh right okay sorry my, my mistake No, it's all good, darling. There's nothing you've done wrong and nothing you need to apologise for. Great. I was only joking anyway. (laughs) So, you know, thank you, Gillian. Thank you, Dee Mason, for your marvellous news. Where is she? I don't know. She should be there. She should be there. And uh, thanks to you, dear listeners, for keeping us on the... uh, I wouldn't say straight and narrow, but that wouldn't be true, would it? That would be boring. See ya. See ya.
Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9.